This episode of Nintendo Voice Chat is sponsored by Gamefly. Listen! Welcome Whoa! to Nintendo yeah! Voice Chat, episode 420, where we kindly invite you to blaze it. Yeah. Uh, I'm joined today by Brian Altano. Wait, we were supposed to blaze it? Ooh, and all the way over there, Barrett Bam Bam Courtney in his Do first- barrel roll. His first ever NVC appearance. Now- Friends, uh, you might know, uh, typically we start NVC at 3 p.m. on Thursdays, uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, we hit a bit of a delay today, but any other Thursday, you're guaranteed to find NVC right here on IGN.com, 3 p.m. Pacific, and the following day, that's Friday if you're keeping up, at 3 p.m. on YouTube and your favorite podcast feeds. So stick around. we got a great show planned for you today. As you can see over here, uh, we are joined by this charming man, uh, Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, you've even got his Twitter handle up there. Very nice. Um, <laughs> No, uh, spoilers, Per Schneider will be making an appearance yeah, he's today. Running well, we, he's basically, running late. We played hooky on an all-company meeting so we could come in here and bring you the show because whatever's going on out there is not as important as whatever's going on on the world of Nintendo. Yeah. That's right. We're going to get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> that's, that's also probably true. But today we're talking about Diablo 3. Big yeah. news Ooh. there. We're talking about uh, the Dark Souls release date, Doom, and uh, the question block is back, and it's better than ever. So let's dig right in, guys. Um, yesterday, uh, Diablo 3 seemingly leaked by Forbes magazine, yes, correct? Sure. And then we got confirmation this morning in, for, in the form of a uh, full-blown trailer. And there was mm-hmm. all a, like there's a lot of hearsay before this whole leak as yeah. well, of, like for months of like, oh, is Diablo 3 ever coming to Switch? Well, well if you remember, tweet, yeah, I was going right. to say, uh, Blizzard was very cheeky months ago about uh, tweeting out a photo of like a, a light switch and then being yeah. like Diablo 3 and then, and then <laughs> claiming like, no, we have no plans in the works for that, but it turns out <laughs> they did have plans in the works yeah, for that. turns out and, uh, smart. And here it is, Diablo 3. Uh, so let's uh, take a look at this. It's called the Eternal Collection. Uh, it'll include the Reaper of Souls and Rise of the Necromancer expansions. Mm-hmm. Uh, $59.99 sometime later this year, slated for the fall. Um, and then also we got a bunch of uh, Switch exclusives coming to us. That's the uh, Ganondorf cosmetic armor set, Triforce portrait frame, uh, a chicken pet, which is probably what I'm the most excited <laughs> about, um, and Echoes of the Mask cosmetic wings. Oh, that's cool. Uh, that's no, awesome. Honestly, I think what's got me the most excited about this announcement is that there's um, four-player wireless co- co-op. Yes. Uh, not in like the way that we played Mario Kart. I know I've talked about this several times on the show, but uh, you know the way Mario Kart took over our office when it came to the Switch was yep. we'd just be playing it at our desks against each other, and uh, Diablo 3 is such a perfect game for that. Look who it is, ladies and gentlemen. Per Schneider. Per Schneider. Buzzer beater coming in here. Excellent. <laughs> Sit on down, bud. You didn't miss nearly as much as I thought you would. Thank God this isn't life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, per, we're just talking about uh, Diablo 3 on oh coming to the Switch. What the? Uh, we just did a little uh, recap of the special features that it's coming, but I was just talking to these guys about how uh, Diablo 3 on Switch, the wireless co-op four-player uh, modes, is really exciting to me because we can play it in the office just the same way that we did Mario Kart and the same way that we're yeah, going to do with uh, Smash Brothers. Like, honestly, if you miss this game um, because sort of your gaming path drove through PC stuff or you missed it uh, the last few years when it hit consoles... Um, because we've never seen it really on Nintendo stuff like this. Yeah. Um, this is a really fun game. It's well, deep, like, too. This is not, it's not like a, you know, Gauntlet and Diablo share a lot in common, yes. but D- Gauntlet is kind of like the light version of Diablo. Mm-hmm. The menus, the stats leveling up, the item, the loot drops, it's a super deep game. And the challenge with that game, and I, I played this with my kids on the PlayStation, I think. Um, the challenge with that game when you play on one monitor is menu pops up, menu pops up, menu pops up. Whenever somebody gets good loot, when you're playing four players, Player local wireless, you're not mm. going to have that problem. I hadn't it's considered that. uninterrupted, yeah. awesome experience. I'm yeah. really excited. That's for really this smart. Story. Yeah, I hadn't considered that. Yep. I uh, I played the hell out of this game on PlayStation oh, as so well. Good. It's a, I did a, too. Just an awesome sort of uh, dungeon crawling, button mashing. I mean, if you don't know Diablo at this point, you kind of got me. It's right here. That's have you not crazy. played Diablo? Well, I I didn't play Diablo three. Like that was. What I understand the biggest one out of the out of the Diablos, uh, debatable, but but yeah. Diablo three really b- blew up, and yeah. that came out in two thousand twelve around the time when I started casually getting back into video games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was out for a good five ten years, so well you had that whole middle school thing to take care of. So yeah, exactly. Um, and so Diablo blew up when I was like getting into very like whatever action based games. So mm-hmm. this like top down dungeon crawler type of gameplay like what looks like point and click almost, or at least for PC, like that didn't seem like my style. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see it on Switch. And I've said 
about so many games on Switch, like, oh, that's not really my game. But the fact that it comes to Switch, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm all in. Like, right. Fortnite, like, definitely not a game that I would ever be into. But the fact that it came to Switch, I'm 130 hours into Fortnite already. So I got, who knows what Diablo will do. I got really into a game called Nine Parchments a couple yeah. hours ago on yeah. Switch, yeah. which is a um, a very Diablo light game. Uh, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. And I played it with my wife, who doesn't really play video games. So I'm hoping that can be training wheels for this, for her specifically. Because um, I really want to play this again. I I, I like Zach. Um, played I like Zach, of, too. I do like Zach. <laughs> I played a ton of it on right. PS4. A ton yeah. of it. Yeah. And uh, I just, I sat down being like, I don't know if this will connect with me. And then, like, weekends of my life went away. Yeah, I mean, so. it, it really is excellent couch co-op. I think that's probably its strongest point. And, and I remember when the game came out, there was a lot of conversation around, like, can it really be ported to a console? Will it really mm -hmm. work on a controller? It, it's one of the most flawless adaptations to a controller from a PC port that yeah. I've ever seen. And, it, and it's, yeah. it's timeless visually, right? It's not mm -hmm. uh, It's not one of those games where it really matters that it arrives so late because you feel like it's from another generation. Yeah. It's like this type of game, uh, visually, uh, I think it will be the best-looking action RPG on the platform still, even after all this time. So. I, I think it's really yeah. interesting that you made the nine parchment. Uh, I'm sorry. We're parchment. No. You, okay. Uh, you made the nine parchments comparison because I played that earlier this year as well mm -hmm. and enjoyed it, but I feel like I got about halfway through it and thought, uh, I kind of wish I was just playing Diablo. <laughs> so this yeah. is a great excuse to go back to that game. I, I mean, this is a day one purchase for me. Yep, like I'll totally be there. Agree. And uh, I saw some pushback on the price. Um, this is pretty much the price that we're seeing across other platforms uh, on on consoles, especially, um, especially with all the expansions. There's going to be a ton of content here, so I don't really feel like we're getting ripped off. Honestly, I was with people when they were complaining about the price on Wolfenstein too. Um, because that is a linear first-person shooter game that doesn't really have a ton of replayability, mm. you know? Yeah. But this, I feel like this is this is the kind of game where you will play through it a bunch of times. You'll replay levels. Like, you'll grind. You'll go for loot. Like, there's a lot to do here. That's fair. I, f I feel like the replay value here is much higher. I do think it's interesting that you, that you would have qualms with... Wolfenstein's price point, but not this game's price point, considering how old it is. Mm -hmm. But I, I get the replay value aspect of yeah, it. I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. that's smart. Ugh, uh, what are you drinking? That's, that's coffee. Iced coffee. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who has ever had that reaction to coffee? Before? Does it look like mud water again? Don't you eat just like never. dark German licorice covered in salt? Oh, in Japan, I ate raw chicken liver. I was going to ask you about yeah. uh, your Japan trip, but then you were late to the show. Yeah, uh, I'm so sorry. I didn't. That's okay. Raw chicken liver. <laughs> you know how good it was? Not good. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. No. Uh, you figure there's any kind of uh, raw chicken liver in Diablo 3? Probably, right? Yes, that's like a power-up. Yeah. There's raw chicken liver in uh, that drink. Another thing that's in Diablo 3 this time around, cloud saves. Uh-huh. Uh, now, we'll talk about cloud saves a little later on in the show because that was sort of a hot topic this week as well. Mm -hmm. But it's nice to know that you can take your profile from system to system in this game and pick up and play Very cool. with other, you know, like if you want to pick up your friend's Switch and play Diablo 3 at their house, like you can do that too. It's yep. very easy to very do. Very cool. Um, that means they have to roll out well, I guess with the online yeah. update, they have to roll out the ability to log in and out, huh? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, Forbes kind of leaked this <laughs> early by accident, but uh, Real this, Forbes. the uh, official Nintendo YouTube account put up a, a preview video today with Reggie in it talking mm -hmm. about the game. Uh, so obviously all the content's out there. IGN has coverage of it. I don't know if we're going to <laughs> sneak out with the rest of them or we'll hit the embargo in a few days, uh, but look out for that soon. Too. It's, it's that really it's frustrating when you have the information on a game and then somebody goes like, oh, sorry. Yeah. The interesting thing is they, they said like, oh, this is opening up like a new relationship again with Blizzard and mm -hmm. so I'm excited to Hearthstone. see Hearthstone I would love yeah like Hearthstone. Hearthstone is a game I've never played but like because I've been waiting that one day when it comes to Switch and even like Overwatch I, th I feel like is Which, something that like people have been asking for ooh. and I feel like they said they it was difficult to make that happen I right? could see the I could see the like the web infrastructure being difficult to bring over to but Switch my argument and, is I, I brought this up earlier is like Fortnite where you know you have a hundred people playing on one server on a Switch console mm -hmm. you know like like if you can get that to work, there's got to be a way Blizzard can find out. They'd have to, to make they'd Overwatch have to dumb down the graphics quite a bit, I think, yeah. to make visually it work, much. I mean, Overwatch just does a lot more, I yeah. think. Yeah. Now, but like I could imagine games like World of Warcraft that have been around for a long time and run true. on a variety of PC hardware that might not be. Mm -hmm. I've I've already faced stretch. I've already faced my demons and fought off the addiction of Overwatch. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the idea of it coming to Switch makes me break out in a cold sweat because I would get very <laughs> into Overwatch again if it came to Switch. Um, now, eagle-eyed watchers of this 
first trailer might notice that uh, there was some very light gray Joy-Con that were attached to this, mm. the console showed off. In Thank you. Trailer. Yes, I noticed that. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> you did. I'm sure you were the first to notice it. Um, so uh, we had a lot of people writing in to ask us if we were seeing brand new Joy-Con. What do you think? You're, the, you're our Joy-Con expert. At first, I thought it was the gray Joy-Con and just the light of hell lighting up the thing. But then, like, everything else didn't get that lit up. Like, the buttons still stayed mm, black yeah. and there wasn't that much reflection. It didn't seem like, yeah, there was it a does, lot of They did sure look like custom uh, custom Joy-Con colors. What, I they, mean, what would be the sort of, like, I, like a symbolic connection there? Though? I don't think it's even a Diablo ash? thing. I, I think know. this yeah, was... Ash? Yeah. Like, I, I think this was some... There they are. Skeletons? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. Actually well, they already like my, have my red and orange, so it's not like they could go with that theme. I, I wanted to ask you to... Uh, I wanted to ask panel here. Um, if these are... Oh, very nice. <laughs> if these are custom Joy-Con, uh, do you think Pear will buy them? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. Those yeah. are totally custom. I'm, I'm going to do a hot take and say no. Uh -oh. the no, come on. Of course I'll get them. <laughs> of course but at the top, you can see They're the really top nice. of the switch is still very black looking. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like the, the same tone as the dark gray Joy-Con. Like, come on, these are new. So what you're not seeing is there's actually two mouse scroll wheels on the back. No, they're not. No, it's not true. <laughs> no. Lying to you. Pro uh, controllers. Yeah, pro controllers. <laughs> I would actually, I would love this. These are really cool. I modded my, my switch to you have, have one white joy cons so there you go wow, mm -hmm. look at that picture in picture nice. um so yeah i'd be all about it that said i don't think that's what's happening here this would also be a weird way to unveil that like without much fanfare they also immediately cut to a nintendo switch getting docked and it's got the red and blue joy cons mm -hmm. on it so i think they would have kept that consistency going the whole time Dude, nintendo is, is like such, an easter egg yeah it's such, like a proof of concept yeah. almost thing. no but they're such brand freaks man they like they must approve every footage and like mm -hmm. oh this blue looks kind of wrong mm -hmm. this is deliberate come on they would not let that through i'm with pear on no this one. way i think that i think that we saw a new joy con today interesting okay yeah. i'm i mean i yeah, I would love to be wrong here because that's that's great news. It's just an interesting color to go with, especially because yeah. it's just like a. I like variant, it. Yeah. Here we go. Nintendo Voice Chat is sponsored by Gamefly, the best way to buy and rent your favorite games. Gamefly.com gives you access to 9,000 titles, which are mailed directly to your door. For one monthly fee, you can play the latest and greatest games for as long as you want with no late fees or due dates ever. When you get tired of a game, all you have to do is mail it back and they'll send you the next title on your list. That means you can get Mario Odyssey, collect all 999 Power Moons, visit Peach in Every Kingdom, and place an impossible to find Luigi Balloon before swapping games. It is awesome. And now Gamefly is offering movie rentals as well. Today, every Nintendo Voice Chat listener gets access to a free premium 30-day trial by going to Gamefly.com slash voice chat. That premium trial lets you rent two titles at the same time, and you get it by going to Gamefly.com slash V-O-I-C-E-C-H-A-T slash voice chat. Check it out. Uh, Barrett, you actually kicked off this conversation by talking about how this was a uh, long-rumored game coming to Switch, and uh, Pear and I talked about that a little bit this morning. We talked about the idea that there are so many games that are long-rumored to come to Switch, and we thought we might do a quick rundown of the games that that uh, are still rumored to come that that haven't. And, but keep in mind that we've seen games like Fighter Z and South Park that were that were rumored to come and then made right. it there eventually. But Pear, why don't you talk to us a little bit about some of the games that we we think still might be coming or or have a feeling that they could? Be yeah, coming. just around the same time that. Uh, the Diablo 3 information leaked and we think this was probably on the docket for an earlier direct event or possibly even E3 with an announcement and then they decide hey we don't need to do it now let's push it back but some of that information and we think through Nintendo Europe got, got leaked out and on that as part of that information was New Super Mario Brothers U. Mm -hmm. So that was the other title mentioned uh, in the same breath as this. Fighters, South Park, um, the other titles that were mentioned, uh, you know, obviously as Metroid Prime Trilogy HD. That's, that's a title that's a title Which, that I've been pulling for for a very it, long time. It, right. Exactly, yeah. but New Super Mario Brothers U to me is the oh, it's yeah. a bingo no-brainer for well, that to come out because there isn't a 2D Mario game like that. There's no Mario Maker announcement yet. No, 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 and I know a lot of people got sort of oversaturated with that art direction yeah. in the new series, the new yeah. Super Mario series, but um, this is the best one of those games. It's a really like, good this game. Is, this is the best one. The DS one's good, the Wii, the Wii one's good. The Wii U version of this game with the Luigi DLC. Yeah is some of the best stuff they've done some in the of the toughest space. some of the toughest platforming Absolutely. in a Mario game and ever yep. but yep. some of the yep. most rewarding as well it's, it's also it's it's you know 
uh, a sort of abandoned on Wii U Island with a couple other ports that haven't made it over, like Wind Waker HD. And, and it's and sold Wii well. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. But, it, like, but it's sold it's well, sold but well. I think it will sell well again. It's like one of those timeless games you can play if you played it uh, s- single player before you can now play it multiplayer mm. through through the whole thing. If you the, didn't play the Luigi DLC, yeah. you can do that now. Yeah, and I don't know what a price point is for mm-hmm. that entire package together. I'll buy it no matter mm-hmm. what. Um, the only 2D Mario on Switch right now is the port of that arcade game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was brought mm-hmm. over by the, the arcade archives. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and it was you know it sold incredibly well. That was in the top of the charts for a while too. People want 2D it, Mario. They it's exactly. do. It's yeah. I, I'm 100 percent that yeah. this is true. Metro Prime Trilogy HD. I've heard it from so many different corners. I feel like they're just waiting for the right time. I, so I feel this. like the conversation around Metro. Sorry to interrupt you, but no, no, I, no. I feel like the conversation around Metro Prime Trilogy is that well, you can't do it because you know the third one is based on the motion control. That's what I was going to ask. Or, yeah. or the port uh-huh. of the Wii. The Wii port was also based on motion controls, but mm. couldn't you just use the Joy-Cons in for Red Sensor to, to use you as sure motion can. control? If you can do Splatoon, yeah. I mean, you can do this. Honestly, yeah. like I would take all three reworked in a way that eliminates the need for motion control. You right. could play totally them agree. either yeah. way. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that is honestly a better it, way to play it. That might games. be why we're waiting. Yeah. Like It could be them trying to figure out how to implement I'll tell you what, you Don't get me wrong. I love the motion controls in these games. I think they're really well done. I yeah, think the, also, the welding stuff is really yeah. good. I think, yeah. it makes, I think it makes the first two games infinitely better yeah. in the in the Metroid Prime trilogy. I do feel like some of the stuff in uh, Metroid Prime 3 felt a little tacked on, but that's a lot of what happened with the Wii in that early generation. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh yeah, now twist it this way. And well, yeah, there was way. a lot of like, like unlocking yeah. doors mm-hmm. and pushing right. and pulling. Yeah. Um, that said, but I, I do believe that if you are going to port these games to Switch, it has to work in all forms. And in handheld form, I don't really think that makes sense. And I, I just selfishly would just want these portable. So if they can port them and they can adapt traditional uh, like Switch controls to them, yes. And yeah. they also might be waiting until they know we're getting closer to the launch of 4, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that could be too. They're looking for a gap. Like, right. it's March, hey, play the trilogy now and get ready for November's Metroid. Exactly. Well, also, think, for posterity's we, sake, yeah. I would also take a up-res port of uh, Metroid Prime Hunters for DS. No, no, you can keep would that you, one. I'll would take, you really? I like that Zero game. Mission, though. I'll take Ooh. Zero Mission. Oh, yeah, more on that on. later. Of hey, course. So, yeah. There are a couple, just quickly, a couple of the other rumored yeah. games were uh, the City Skylines, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, that's a really cool uh, SimCity type game um, that really there there isn't much competition on this machine mm-hmm. that got rumored pretty early. And then uh, Tomb Raider. Yeah. yeah. Whether that means a uh, return to some of the older games or whether that actually means the latest Tomb Raider game, that one is a little bit less likely. It feels like that's a lot to bite off. But, you know, if the boys that are porting the Doom games um, get sicked on that, maybe it's possible. Yeah. I mean, I could yeah. easily see the 2013 reboot coming to Switch. That was on PS3 and Xbox. Yeah, that one for sure. I imagine Panic Button has a lot on their plate right yeah. now. Yeah. Ma- I, making versions of these games. But this um, is Square Enix. They love the platform mm-hmm. and they yeah. want to do more. Also, very quick honorable mention to the fact that uh, we saw a patent update this week for Endless Ocean. Oh, Remember yeah. that game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Nintendo maybe might be kicking something like that around too. Maybe we'll see a, a new version of that, which was like just the most relaxing underwater adventure photography <clears throat> simulator. Yeah. Uh, the, last see those one, turtles. the last one that I put down here is not one that we've discussed or that's even been rumored, but just one that I desperately want, and that's a Zelda collection. Oh, you yep. just made that up? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, t- <laughs> I was wondering where that came from. I'm just winging it, uh, yeah. but I, I would love to see a 3D Zelda collection for Switch. I, I would mean, love... What was the one that had... It had Majora's Mask. Uh, yeah. That was the the uh, I want to say it was called the Master's Collection. Yes. Or the, yeah. yeah, it was the pre-order bonus for the uh, yep. Wind Waker. Yes. And then there was Quest. another one. The gray one uh, had Zelda one and two, and then uh, Ocarina, Ocarina and, and Majora. Majora. Yeah. And Majora didn't it run run so great. Yeah, it didn't run. Because they had the load in between. And then there screens, was yeah. yeah. And then there was the Master News. Disc thing that had yes. Ocarina and the the remix version of Ocarina. Yep. Right. Gotcha. Yep. Master yeah. Quest. Awesome. Yeah, I would love like a trilogy collection of Ocarina, Majora, and Wind Waker just coming to the Switch. I, yep. we I can, mean, throw we can Twilight. Twilight. Give, 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 give them all, dude. No, I want them all. We throw Twilight everything Princess on but there Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd even I'd even play through Skyward Sword again, painful as it may be. For for well, while while they're yanking motion controls out of games. Yeah, yeah, right. We're looking at you. Skyward I mean, I might Sword. like Skyward Sword better without the That's force right. motion. Let's controls. not say things that we can't take back. I can already I, hear the comments <laughs> section just really bristling up. So only Zelda game I never finished. Really. Yeah. It it's got a good ending, man. You missed out. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. Things yeah, got weird. Central high five. Uh, speaking of swords. Oh. 
turns out our old friend Dark Souls is back in the news. He's oh. finally got a release date. And uh, that's going to be uh, October 19th, just in time for the spooky day of the year. The Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, so we heard that there's going to be a network test coming before uh, the release date, which is important. Dark mm. Souls is not famously known as a multiplayer game, but for those of us that have played it, know that uh, the multiplayer aspects of it are certainly helpful, especially to those that are new to the franchise. Mm-hmm. If you're a long-time Nintendo fan, um, I, I got a real hard thing going notes on here. all over That's that great. game. Yeah, you can leave notes, but you can also help your friends beat bosses yeah. and stuff, which is incredibly important as you're getting into that series. And if, if you're a long-time Nintendo fan and haven't ventured into Dark Souls, like you're going to want that stress test to make sure that yep. people can play with you. There's, yep. a, there's a little amiibo coming out. Oh, I'm so excited too. for yeah. the Solera amiibo. Also, yeah. little cheat code, you don't really have to fight that first boss you can go around and jump on his head and knock off half his health and then kill him from there. Mario Ooh. style. Yeah. yeah. Do we think we're getting sure. Solaire for Smash? Uh I would love Ooh. Solaire to be an assist trophy or something in Smash. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think that would be really Seems great. like an assist, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, that would be really cool. And then uh the last note that I have here is uh Praise the Sun. No, actually, there's another out here that says there's no cross-platform play uh, for this version of Dark Souls, uh, but we've known that since January. That, That's not yeah. news. That's a big question for Diablo. I, I don't think they will try and I match the versions. Imagine. Yeah. You know? We'll see. Yeah, yeah that's that would be very, very I bet that's Switch exclusive online. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the macabre, we uh, we got our first look at Doom at yes. the QuakeCon keynote earlier this week, and... Uh, Damn, Doom looks so awesome. And the best news is, you know, we got Doom on the Switch uh, last year, the first version or the first uh, iteration of this reboot, sort of. Uh, This Doom is coming to us on Switch day and date, Yep, uh, which is huge. That's a big deal. This is a first, uh, you know, a, a Bethesda game first that's coming to the Switch on the day that it's released. So you, awesome. We are you not wrote, getting other console leftovers. We're getting it yeah. fresh. You yeah, wrote nice. you wrote you it comes sometime in the year twenty thousand one hundred eighty nine. Is that accurate? That's right. Um, <laughs> Before there, or yes. So Bethesda yeah. says that uh, there's no real firm release date, mm-hmm. but we can assume that it will be sometime between now. And twenty thousand one hundred and eighty nine. Okay, when good, we're yeah. one uh, consciousness, all that's blended right. together in like a big pink soup, and the that's Earth it. looks like doom. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, you said working here, on it, likely from Panic Button, and yeah. I believe they did tweet out. Uh, well, like, Panic Button, in the same way that Blizzard was talking about uh, 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 Diablo, Panic Button is being very cheeky and, and tweeting out images of uh, Doom, kind of leading people like to believe. Maybe we're that working on it. I'm almost hundred percent. Come yeah. on, they did the first one. They handled it so. Yeah. Well, it, it seems. Did to they me do like, Wolfenstein as well? Yes. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and apparently, according to Brian, they're doing the uh, Metroid Prime trilogy. So I made that up. That's <laughs> a lie. It's not true. We're starting Find the rumor in the here. year twenty one eighty nine. Okay. We got a long wait for that, but uh, it's going to be worth it. It looks like uh, oh, I'm you know. So excited I think that the thing about this Doom or I, the reboot in general is the mobility, and this one looks like it's just mm. ratcheting that up through Ooh. the roof. Yeah, there's yep. a lot of brutality I, in this one too. I'm going to play this game, but I I, I got to be honest, I'm going to play it on Xbox One X. Same. So yeah. okay, this is like these are just such visual games to me mm-hmm. that I feel like the portable factor does not outweigh I'm, the beauty. I I'm really glad that ugliness. you said that, Pear, because hosting a Nintendo-centric show, I had this conversation with Brian earlier as well. We can be honest. Earlier this week, yep. that it's like, look, I I loved the reboot of Doom. I yep. played the hell out of it. I played through it twice in a row, back-to-back. And part of the reason that I loved it so much was that it was just... Uh, it made my eyes bug out of my head. It looked so good, you yep. know? And, and the idea that... that the Doom port scaled in frame rate and, and looked okay. Like, if I'm going to play this game, I'm going to play it on my PlayStation. Yep. Yeah. And but it's, it hurts to say that a little bit, yeah, but, but I'm glad that people that are only Switch owners or, or devotees like that have this on the same and the same data. Absolutely. Don't That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, there are people who don't have time to play at home or for whatever mm-hmm. reasons they don't have the setup where they can play these games at home. And so that's where the Switch version is perfect. And I'm glad yep. it's coming. I imagine this one will look better than the last one did too. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm with you guys. Caco yeah. Demon. But I'm happy, I'm happy it's here. That's Me cool. too. Uh, our friend Alana Pierce is in the chat right now, and she wants to know if I got a haircut. And yes, I did get a haircut. Thanks Ooh. for noticing, Alana. Thank you. Here it is. Hey, by the way, Alana, hi. I did too. You know, I, I know it's always shaped. <laughs> that's, not, but that's not hair. Barrett got his first real boy haircut in a very long time. Yeah, I haven't been to a barber in three years, so that was really cool. I miss you, Alana. <laughs> yeah, we hi, all Alana. do. Um, so Nintendo also showed off this week uh, a new game for the Nintendo Switch called Super Mario Brothers. 3. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> 
It is in hearing fact, good things about this one. It is in fact the third Super Mario Brothers game in the franchise oh, wow. coming to Fourth your Nintendo your Switch. No, they made that many. Yeah, they tweeted out earlier this week. Their statement says, "Check out the hit film The Wizard to find out more." <laughs> <laughs> That's not what their statement said, but I mean, it was close. <laughs> no. no, their statement says, uh, "Play Super Mario Brothers 3 online with Nintendo Switch Online when the service launches this September and relive the classic NES game that brought renowned power-ups such as Raccoon Mario to the world of Super Mario Brothers." Brian, you actually had some thoughts on this. I know you. This is, is this going to be famously the, the rant again? No, I mean he's, no. he's no, famously rant, had a okay. he's famously had this sort of diatribe on how many times he's bought Super Mario Brothers one, but specifically this is about the technical limitations of Super yeah, Mario Brothers. Yeah, so uh, uh, when people look at this running on this hardware, um, you're probably saying to yourself, okay, that's cool, but like my 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 squit my my switch is widescreen. You know, you probably say it with better English than I just did. But it's so you could I, I imagine in these games you'll have a the option to hit a button to stretch out the pixels. Um I personally find that thank you, Barrett. I no, find I that to like be that. hideous and offensive. Because you can have that option for Mega Man X uh Legacy Collection just came to Switch. Yeah. You can do that as well. And I tried that for a good three seconds and I almost threw up. Yeah, it just doesn't work. Um if you ever played original Game Boy games on the GBA, you realize with the L and R buttons you have that option as well. It doesn't look so great. I I was talking to some people in Nintendo Voice Chat Facebook group, which you should join because it's an awesome place. Um, and they were saying a couple a couple people there were, were sort of talking about how it sucks that you can't play this game or stretch this game out, or at the very least make the levels wider and uh, changes the feel a lot when you yeah, can see. Yeah, so more. I wanted yeah. to talk about that real quick. Yeah. Um, first of all. This game is built around the limitations of the NES hardware. Secondly, it changes the sort of run of that game. Mm -hmm. So if you can't an anticipate a Goomba or a Koopa coming from further away because the level is longer, that will change the difficulty of that. Also, the the memory limitations of that game uh, basically dictate where a bullet bill would come from, how long it would be on screen. It would change the physics. It would change the physics of the game. And so I'm not trying to school anybody or anything like that or even scold anyone, but Get I dunked on. No, just, you know, get, get lightly patted on the, on the top of the head. There we go. Um, but it doesn't work like that. So I, it's, it's cool to see that this game is coming back. Um, the only way we could ever get a really, truly widescreen version of this game is if someone remade it in something like Super Mario Maker, which yeah, obviously people has, have made those levels. Yeah, and they have, and that has its own set of tendencies in physics too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's cool. I'm glad this game's coming. Well, the coolest thing, though, is with the with Nintendo's online service, you can do the pass the controller thing. Yes. And so you can be at home, I can be at home, you can watch me play a level, marvel at my skill, and then I say, all right, you do the next level, and we hand off. And to reiterate, yeah, you guys don't awesome. live at the same home. We don't live in the same homes. homes. I hear scratching at night. It might be... It might be Brian downstairs. I don't. I've, I know that Brian has spent a substantial amount of time in the house of a thousand Joy Cons, but yeah, I don't know right, if it's enough to warrant right. the justification of him actually living there. That's so yeah, that makes but sense. But you probably, since you have bought this game nine hundred fourteen times, you're probably really good. Yeah. No, so I would great. love to. I would love to play with you. That's sure. Hands up, hands up That's thing. old school too. Like hand it off. It's when you, right. If, if you die or something. Like that. Well, I like that. so I. I mean, I. I don't know what it means to own a video game in 2018. Right. I straight up that is a irrelevant. Uh, linguistic, basically. It means nothing. Because if I buy a video game and it's digital, and then that game doesn't exist on a digital storefront anymore, do I own it? If I buy a physical game and I have to download it digitally, do I own it? What does that even mean anymore? So for these, these games, like Super Mario 3, do we own Super Mario 3 on Nintendo Switch? Are we renting it Are, mm -hmm. in the same way we pay for Netflix? Like, yeah, because we really Can don't I access know. this offline? Right. Like, yeah. what yeah. is this? What is this game? You know, I know what Mario 3 is like on my NES. I know what it's like in Super Mario All-Stars. I know what it's like when I bought it through Virtual Console on the Wii or the Wii U or everywhere else, which I bought. Um, <laughs> what does it mean here? Hey, That's Brian. what we don't know yet. And we are just a few weeks away. I don't know if we'll get a direct specifically focus online. They've got to do a direct. I, I would love a 20-minute so. sort of like, yeah. here's what we're doing. Online? And, yeah. I, I think you should watch the wizard to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, actually, Brian, what you're talking about, this idea of uh, the, the actual physical 
owning of a game goes kind of hand in hand with the the idea of cloud saves. Yes. And uh, we we talked a little bit about it earlier in the show, but earlier this week, Nintendo tweeted out, uh, Nintendo of America tweeted out, uh, Nintendo Switch Online will launch in the second half of September. The service provides access to online play and save data back, uh, save data cloud backup in compatible games, uh, and a growing library of NES titles with added online play. Mm-hmm. You've highlighted here in this run of show incompatible games, which I think is yes. super interesting. And then you well, found a tweet uh, yeah. that you brought to me as well that you wanted to talk about. Can you talk sure. a little bit about so, that? So to, to clarify, that is save data backup in space compatible games. Not incompatible games, although this got us worrying that there might be incompatible games with this. Um, so obviously people saw this and immediately they were like, wait a minute, so it's not everything. And if it's not everything, then that's that classic Nintendo like two <laughs> steps forward, one step back kind of thing where they're like, it's here, but not really. Or like, it doesn't work here, but it does work here. Um, and so that got us worried, right? Uh, but so I pulled up a tweet from the developer of Miles and Kylo, which we talked about this on the show. Uh, it's an adorable little sort of action platformer about a boy and a dog. Uh, four which horses- one's the boy and which one's the dog? No one knows. Very important. Yeah, you got to beat the game to find out or watch the hit film The Wizard available in theaters 40 (laughs) years ago. Uh, um, So this tweet came from Four Horse Games. Uh, in response to sort of some some concern about the compatible games list. And they said, stress not, I suspect they are covering bases here. Cloud save is essentially, quote, support it unless you have a compelling yeah. reason not to, unquote, it, on the submission process. I recently enabled it for the Miles and Kylo V1.1 patch. Is it Kylo or Kilo? I, like, I would call I it I thought Kylo. it was like Miles and Kilo. I'm kilometers. a huge Star Wars fan, so I'm going with right, Kylo. That's Kylo. Um, yeah. So I, I think here that it's effectively going to be like a checkbox when you are submitting your yeah. game for for publishing purposes on the eShop. Compelling reason is you made Resident Evil 7 and it has temporary cloud storage mm-hmm. for a right. cloud game. Right. Oh. So I think they're probably covering their basis with that. I yeah. forgot that games Resident like PSO and you know, yep. Yep. right yep. in Japan. There's these games that only exist in the cloud. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully hopefully you're right and this is just a a precaution that when, some games right or something like Fortnite too, you know, Fortnite which is has its own online. Oh yeah, system. yeah, that's right. Yeah. And yeah. to a developer like Miles and Kylo like I wonder what checking that box means to their bottom line. Right. right? Like, I wonder if that's a tremendous amount of of additional costs that they have to incur to Mm. support, like, cloud save data, right? Um, It's a really interesting thing to think about. Well, yeah, or if they're even the ones hosting that data, I imagine I, Nintendo is because well, we're I'm paying talking about them. like it's building. Platform. I, I, oh, you mean adding the functionality? Like adding yeah. the functionality. Like, yeah, yeah, because that's a whole different backend infrastructure that they have well, to build into that, their game. I mean, that's what you get for effectively retroactively launching a a feature that you know, for all intents and purposes, should have been there for day one because there are now 900 games on Switch. And will all of them support this? Who knows? Some of those companies may have abandoned their, these games and moved on to other ones. Yep. Uh, others might be out of business. Others might be really excited to do this. So um, I imagine it's one of those things where, like, the developers who are developing specifically for Switch and they're still paying attention to it today are going to make sure that they have this compatibility. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I, I wouldn't, you know... Think everything's on fire and start mm-hmm. freaking out. I, I bet I, it's. I think. I bet it's good. simple to do. I bet every game that we care about is going to have it. I yeah. hope so. Yep. I, hope I so. imagine like generic game from mobile that was ported day one of Switch that no one has paid attention mm-hmm. to. That I might love not generic game for mobile <laughs> from day one of Switch that nobody has paid attention to. How dare you? I like the sequel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking Two. of uh, speaking of sales and that sort of thing. We weren't even talking about yeah, sales. Yeah, that was a bad know. transition. Not, Zach, yeah, come on. I can't win them all. I got yeah. a couple of bangers in there today. Did you? But yeah, I, I wouldn't a say good bangers. Ones. I have to uh, watch like, the show to see if you had some. Yeah, bangers. you'll have to. You have, to, have watch to watch with <laughs> Milo and Otis. <laughs> uh, Don't Nintendo, watch that movie. <laughs> Nintendo announced that uh, only in theaters the same uh, weekend as The Wizard. <laughs> Nintendo announced that they've sold approximately seven hundred million consoles and portables, which is a huge <laughs> achievement <laughs> and a giant number for uh, Nintendo. So mm-hmm. I. Just wanted to break it down really quick. That's um, break three, it down. I will. That's three hundred point uh, five four million consoles, uh, four hundred twenty seven point one one million portables. Uh, the best being the Wii at one hundred one million, uh, and the DS at one hundred fifty four million. The worst, of course, being the Wii U at thirteen point five million, and the three DS at seventy two point eight million. So and I wanted to ask real. you guys real quick. Where's the Super NES fire? Classic? I'm sure that's in there too. It's up huh? there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, rapid Fire. What's your favorite console game? Nintendo game or your favorite? Console Nintendo game and your favorite portable Nintendo game. Go. What's your favorite console yeah. Nintendo game of yeah, all right. time? Not not console. No. Breath of the Wild. Okay. Yeah. That's and impressive. my favorite portable game. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, Advance Wars. Okay. Uh, Wind Waker and uh, Metroid Zero Mission. Mm. Um, probably Super Mario Brothers for the NES mm-hmm. and Link's Awakening for yeah. the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and everywhere else it's ever been, which is just the 3DS. <laughs> Barrett? <laughs> uh, Breath of the Wild for, mm-hmm. for home and then for handheld, probably Pokemon Fire Red. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Fire Red. Excellent oh, choices. Man. Also, I want to change my answer to Mario 64. I like that game better. Sorry about that. Mm. Mario 64 is very that's, good Mario. That's a good one in Ocarina of Time, too. Yeah. But. Um, yeah. So what's crazy about this is, A, what is the Switch, which we'll never learn, because they, <laughs> they have a divide here between consoles and handhelds, right? <laughs> so who knows where that, that stacks up. And B, if you remove the Wii, um, which is you know one of their best-selling of all time and, and recent you're effectively looking at double the sales of portables between portals and consoles. The portable side is eclipsing the consoles in in, in a crazy spectrum. Here. The 3DS is the worst performing one. It's at 72 million. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. And wild. Wii U is the worst, and it's at 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild. a huge it's disparity. What a, yeah, yeah, what a divide. So, um, way to go. Well, and it should be said. I mean, we can count that 72 as the final number on the 3DS, but we don't know. I mean. Yeah. Maybe I mean, there's, there's a huge 3DS resurgence. Yeah, yeah. we've we've seen games scheduled for release into 2019. Yeah. So uh, I mean, who knows what happens to the 3DS? That that system still has legs. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of games, we named some of our favorites. But I wanted to talk to you guys about what we're playing now. Oh. Uh, let's talk about some contemporary games that we are enjoying, or uh, I don't know, maybe not. Pair because because I was running here, I left my uh, Switch um, at my desk. <laughs> but if I had turned it on, it would have definitely been running Picross S2. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to talk too much about it because you guys are going to make fun of me. Uh, like everybody, Pear. but I'm we not. Would never, Pear. We'd never make fun Pick of Picross is S two is so good. Its art style is generic, but the interface is flawless. The way that you control this game is flawless, and the way it's set up. And if you've never play, played Picross, you, you you have some choices whether you want to take the wimpy way, where the game auto corrects your mistakes, or you're like gonna set it up so that it doesn't give you any hints, and that you have to struggle to complete a level without any hints. And sometimes. Uh, Justin Davis and I keep on playing it, and like we we fall asleep playing it, and we wake up, and it says like two hours on the uh-huh. clock, and we're like crap, and then we start over because that's just not right. Do you guys turn off the hints and the and the other stuff? That's yeah, everything's off. Hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm about three quarters through the game. Out. It's uh, there there are hours and hours of entertainment. It's really smartly designed. The puzzles are not farted out by a computer. Like when you when you're completing them, you realize a human being was being a real nasty little bugger. I appreciate the new feature they added. Uh, uh, or the subsection called Clip Picross, yeah. which is really cool. I've been playing a bunch of the game too. Yeah, I'm you probably, clips. I'm probably about 60 puzzles in. Um, I will say that this game is sort of, uh, I, I don't know, it's it's kind of like what people complain about with the Madden football games every year, where yeah. it's just, it's, an, it's a new it's roster a new set, of yeah. puzzles. Like there isn't a ton of stuff. The, uh, the sort of uh, UI isn't completely different. It's just- It's the same. It's, it's the same game as last year, but with some new but, stuff in it. But they're-, but in they're the same, Sorry, go ahead. No, they are hundred a hundred thousand clones of these Picross games yeah. since the old NES days. Right, um, but they're never as good as the Jupiter-made yeah. ones. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in the, well, in the same way that that players that play Madden will buy it year over year because they love that feeling and they yep. love that. Yep. Like, there's other football games out there. Maybe I don't know. I don't play them. Mm-hmm. But EA shut them all down. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> uh, people come to Madden because that that's the definitive football experience. Yeah, pair comes to Picross every year because. That's where he wants to play Picross. Like, that's the best Picross experience. The thing that's missing from this game is variety of music. Like, it it does feel like a slim package in that it doesn't give you, you know, it doesn't have, like, beautiful Zelda art or Mario characters or anything like that or lots of different music. The music that's in there is good, but it's so repetitive that you can turn it off. Also, you can't do this on the show or probably in my entire adult life, but I don't know how to play Mega Picross. Oh, I I can show you, yeah. Oh, that's when you uh, duct tape two switches together and you play Picross across both of them. That would actually make more sense. Yeah. It's difficult. I don't it's, I it's I fundamentally do not understand the language I, of that. I'll finish every every puzzle in that game. So like yeah, we talk we talk a lot about uh like games on Switch that we love. I honestly believe there's not nearly an, enough great puzzle games on Switch and Picross 2 is one of the best. There's one more. There's a Hexalogic. I actually Ooh. Picross did not arrive in time uh, for my flight to to Japan. I went uh, to Japan on vacation and that must have been devastating I, for you. I, I, I don't know anybody at Jupiter so I couldn't get a code for it. So I was uh 
I, I was um, waiting for the Japanese release, mm -hmm. didn't come in time, and so uh, I, I did get Hexalogic ahead oh. of time. And this game, this is a $3 game. It's it's very cheap. Wow. Uh, it's absolutely worth owning, but it, oh, it's, it's pretty. very it's lovingly pretty pretty. created. Is, are those our review scores? Don't the logos look like our <laughs> review score? I know. Like when you see the nine... And it's right. a it's a very simple concept of like the the numbers have to add up across these different rows and wow. then the puzzles get a little bit more complicated. It's a it's a fairly short game. Mm -hmm. It's only only three bucks, but it's going to get a free content update with new puzzles in the future as well. And it's got uh, pretty music. And as you like go higher in the levels, the music changes like in Mario uh, sixty four, where like the drums kick in. And oh, cool! Stuff. So oh, that It's rules. got little touches like that. It's really like really that. nicely done. There's a I think there's a mobile version on it of it too, which of course is like ninety nine cents. But yeah, three bucks. Is I think really fair for this. You should I, check it I out. totally agree. Pair, um, I've uh, I've never been much of a puzzler myself, a puzzleman mm -hmm. as they're known. Puzzleman. But I, I respect that you play so many of these puzzle I games, and it. I feel like you're such an authority on it. Like it, it's really cool when you do point out these new puzzle games, and I always give them a shot, and I'm always terrible at it. Mm -hmm. Thanks, yeah. Pair. Mm -hmm. I think eventually we should do a segment on NVC where we like talk about some of the best games that are incredibly cheap. Yeah. Like this. I saw people in the NVC Facebook group again. Once again, plug plug plug. Ooh. Talking about uh, how some of their favorite games that are like under five dollars or under three dollars. Yeah. And there's like actually quite a few. I, I got one the other day called Chameleon Run that was like two dollars. Yeah. And it's a very simple like running action platformer game that has like some mild Ikaruga elements to it. Hmm. Um, oh, and I really good. dig it. Yeah, we should do that. We should do a list. Yeah. Um, do you want to do you want to go down the list or do we switch to somebody else or? Um. No. Let's go ahead and talk about this next one. I think maybe we'll cut this last one here. We'll save that one for later. Yeah. But uh, yeah. the next Ta one, I feel like we need to yeah. talk. Taiko about. Drum Master. If you haven't downloaded the demo, download it from the Japanese uh, eShop. But it's coming to the US. Mm -hmm. I, I played an so, enormous amount of it in Japanese it's, arcades. It's an incredible game. Did you? Very did you fun. create? You created a Japanese eShop account, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Very yeah. easy to do. Yeah. Um, very fun. But the probably demo is, yeah, the demo is there now, and it's the demo is is fun enough in a and of itself. There's just <laughs> something cathartic about shaking your your Joy-Con too and playing yeah. it like this. Obviously. You can use the Taiko Drum uh, peripheral too, but we're going to talk about uh, a new game that came out, Okami HD. <laughs> brand so new. Why it's that new brand game. new? <laughs> Actually, winner of IGN's Game of the Year award That's when right. it first debuted um, from Capcom. Uh, a, a wonderful team. Basically, it's The Legend of Zelda featuring a wolf. Mm -hmm. which, Finally! Before which, The Legend of Zelda featured out, a wolf. Yeah. 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 It did come yeah. out before Twilight Princess, and the games actually have some similarities, even in the battle system yep. and uh, how you battle as the wolf. I mean, to me personally... Not on purpose, I, though. I love this yep. game. Okami is... is one of my favorite games. I'd put it probably in my top 25. Uh, this is just a Zelda game to me, um, presented in a different way. Obviously, it's mm -hmm. a, there's a totally different uh, feel and a totally different vibe to it, but it is, it, it's a Zelda game through and through. And uh, our friend Andrew Goldfarb would tell you that it's actually the best 3D Zelda game, which <laughs> I, I don't necessarily agree with. Yeah, I don't but know about that. It is yeah. a beautiful game. Uh, it, it It's long. <laughs> it, you get a lot for your money uh, in terms of length of this game. Yeah. But the combat feels great. The exploration feels great. Um, Brian, you and I... a good sense of humor. Yeah. And the art style, it's done like sumi-e, brush painting, right. Japanese-style Look, It looks beautiful in yeah, ocean. And it all, it's yeah. almost got yeah. that like Wind Waker vibe as well. When it um, the this game vibe. looks gorgeous and plays gorgeous in handheld mode. What I really yeah. love about the Switch uh, is that it's become this place where I'm starting to catch up on things that I, I missed. And for some odd reason, for some bizarre reason, I'm a huge Zelda fan. You didn't play this? I've never really played Whoa. a lot of this game. I think I played the first three or four hours of it a bunch of times, which, you know, it's Twilight Princessy in more ways than one. It's yeah. got a very slow start. Once you get really past that first town, the game opens up. Yeah. And it's really fun and it's really beautiful. Um, stick with it. Please do. And so I, I actually gave this game another shot. It's 20 bucks. And so I was like, okay, I can roll the dice on this. This is not a ton of money. And I'm totally hooked on it. I really love it. I love poking around this world and finding secrets. I think it's super charming. I think it's like, it's, it's kind of fantastical, but at the same time, it's, it's grounded in a little more sort of like, uh, kind of Japanese presentation more mm -hmm. than the, like the, the Zelda games get into very much more high fantasy, almost Tolkien right. at right. times. Um, I won't say this game is grounded because it's about a talking wolf that can paint, but, <laughs> um, it's please check this game out. If you're, if you're like me and you missed it, uh, or if you played it a while ago and you want a, a very competent, very beautiful, technically proficient port of this game, I think this is doing it's a great a, job. It's a game that, uh, I played through when it came out on PlayStation two uh -huh. and I've purchased it on, uh, Wii and PS4. Um, oh really? Yeah. Both under the assumption that I would play through it again. Mm -hmm. And because of my backlog, I just haven't got around to it. But now that it's portable, um, you know, I have a, 
10 hour flight to Gamescom tomorrow. And this is a perfect opportunity for me to jump back into it and really, now I will say the only knock against it is I feel like the tutorial section of this game is even longer than Twilight Princess. It is very wordy. It does have a very very slow start, but like Brian said, you can skip it though. Power through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of context. You can skip the talking. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's it's got the uh, they adapted the motion controls from the Wii, yeah. so you can so use you can your Joy-Con the, yeah. if you want to to do the brush strokes. But it's honestly it's fine to just do it with a yeah. stick and not as disruptive when you're on the highly yep. highly recommended. Yep. Brian, uh, what are you playing? Okay, so um, two games launched this week that are... Uh, you said that very rhythm- rhythmically. Yeah. Two games, games launched, launched this week. week. And I want to play them both. Um, so <laughs> Somebody turn that into a rap, so, please. Two, no, two games launched this week on Nintendo Switch that are both uh, sort of cyberpunk, futuristic-inspired adventure games. Yes. Which is very, cool. very bizarre because I've been into it. I've been bouncing between the two of them. Um, and one of them is 2064 Read Only Memories, which I really like. Uh, it's... It's slow. Yeah, it is. It is wordy. The title has the word "read" in it. Um, <laughs> it this, there's a lot of reading. Yeah, and this game has some incredibly beautiful pixel art. The music is fantastic. <laughs> it's got great voice actors and actresses, um, including wow. Austin Creed and Jim Sterling. Um, and I believe there was a little Dave Fenoy in the intro. There's got to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so this game plays out sort of like Maniac Mansion or any of the yep. other kind of point-and-click adventure the old, games. Like you, mud adventure games. Yeah, yeah, where you enter a room and you have to sort of put together uh, like a mysteries and 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 pick things apart and you can pick up items and look at them and store them and like hack into laptops and and just sort of poke around and interact with characters it's very funny it's you know it's it's very charming it's it's really unlike anything else on the eShop right now and so if you if you're looking for something a little more slow a little more methodical that isn't really like you see this game and you're probably like oh great another like pixel art game on on switch um this one's very different than your sort of Dark Souls, Metroidvania, action platformer. You know, this is this has its own charms and it's got its own tendencies that I'm that I'm really into. So I think yeah, this originally came out for PS4 yep. early, like sometime last year or maybe earlier this year. It said January. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and it was one of those things where like, oh, I'm kind of into this, but like, it'd be cool if this is portable. So I'm excited mm-hmm. that this is coming out because I'm also on that 10 hour uh, Gamescom flight tomorrow, so it might be one of those games that I I uh, pick up and play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right on. I've got pick cross for that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, I also played a bit of a game called Manual Samuel, which... You made that up. That's not real. It's not real. Someone made it up. Um, the, <laughs> the best way to describe this game is it's that game Quop. Yeah, but oh. with, a, with a story mode I don't know in what hell. Quop is, okay, you do, you, yeah. you totally know what Quop is. Quop is Quop is that game where you have to control an Olympic runner using your every button oh, on your hands. It was like the white brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Really yeah. yeah. So this yeah. game is really funny. Uh, it stars a character that uh, kind of looks like Scott Bromley, former <laughs> GN editor, um, who uh, gets in a fight with his girlfriend, walks out into traffic, gets hit by a car, and dies. Okay. And when he wakes up, um, you have to control him and get his life back oh together. Oh my god, that is Bromley. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so you have to control him, get his life back together, and um, so you'll have to move his legs individually with buttons. You have to, on top of like the quap mechanics of arms and leg movement, um, your character will lose functionality if he goes too long without blinking or breathing. No. So you also have to like kind <sighs> of... Or, or blink and you'll start to see like his face turn blue or the periphery around the screen uh, start to uh, get a little bleary eyed because he's losing his mind. Um, this is a really interesting, really charming game. Again, there's nothing like this on Switch. I'm glad it's here. Uh, and it's got way more of a story than I, than I imagined. And a narrator is basically telling you the entire your entire time like, and then uh, Samuel had to get up and, and wash, his, wash his mouth and wash his hair. So and, glad you said mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you do wash other body parts. How, how on a scale of one to gross, how gross is it? I would say six and a seven so far. That's do pretty gross. Seven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty gross. Yeah, so Kuraudo is saying, is this like Octodad 2D basically? Uh, yeah, I think if you, if you love stuff like that, um, you'll enjoy this because it's got that very goofy, waggly, loose vibe of like, what am I doing? I can't control myself. I, I spent a lot of my time doing like a full split, just kind of like humping along the floor. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I saw that move. That looks like a, a pretty mm-hmm. good way to get around. Yeah, so uh, check this game out. Um, finally, State of Mind. We can talk about this one real quick. Sure. This is the the sort of the other um, kind of yeah. futuristic, you know, uh, adventure game. I find this one to be, uh, I, I would say, one of the more technically ambitious games on Switch, but um, it's also not really 
fun, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Um, it's I, I'd say it's got a little bit of like sort of the DNA of something like Heavy Rain. You hmm. said you said you've been bouncing back and forth between these two yeah. cyberpunk games, mm. but if you're enjoying the one so much more than the other, what's what's bringing you back over and over again to State of Mind? Sure, oh no, right? I mean I think I'm I think I'm gonna move on from State of Mind. Okay. 2064 is the one I'm really liking. Yeah, but State of Mind is really beautiful. It's it's fully 3D rendered. It's got almost this kind of like flat polygonal, almost Killer Seven look to it, oh, which cool. I really dig. Um, it's way more about interacting with 3D environments and solving puzzles and picking up objects and and figuring out like sort of the story of your your own mind and things that are missing. And um, the, uh, again, it's like really really beautiful. Um, it's I'm kind of surprised at like kind of the how this looks on Switch because right. it, there's not a lot like it. Um, I just don't find it incredibly fun to play. Mm. But if you're looking for something that's a little more slow, then maybe this is this is what you want. I I wanted something a little more clicky and actiony, but that's you know obviously not what they were going for here. So fair enough. Yeah, three good choices. Barrett, my man, what about you? Hello, uh, I I'm playing that Fortnite as all the kids yeah. on the Switch. I haven't heard of that one uh, on the Switch, there, and right? I only started playing Fortnite when it came to Switch. Okay. Same. Um, hey, and Barrett is good at Fortnite. I'm good at Fortnite on Switch. Yeah. Let me reiterate that sure. because on, I'm sure on different consoles I'd probably be pretty bad. Uh, but yeah, I a, a friend of ours was over, and she got out her Switch, and she was like, "Hey, like." Do you guys want to play Fortnite? And my girlfriend at Alyssa had just happened to download Fortnite on her phone that morning. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll jump in. And I was like, damn it, fine. All right. I'll, and I downloaded Fortnite and I, I played uh, squads with them that night and somehow just got hooked. And yeah. so it's just that it's one of those easy games where, you know, it's been very busy. We've been in travel season a lot where, you know, I really only have the mental capacity to like drop in and out of a game that I don't really have to think about like story wise a lot. So yep. Fortnite's the, the best thing for that right now. And I'm sure. Once we get back from Germany and other games on different consoles like Spider-Man come out, I will yep. probably get out of that. But mm. yeah, right now, Fortnite is, I feel is a like, big one. I feel like the crew will be doing a fair amount of Fortniteing on this Germany trip. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's uh, that's pretty standard. I, too, have been playing quite a bit of Fortnite on Switch, uh, kind of bouncing in and out. The thing that is, is so great to me about Fortnite is the ability to just kind of jump in and out. Yeah. You know, like it's really easy to get in, play two rounds, and, and yeah. pop out. Like you every know? once in a while, we'll, we'll text each other like duos, or we yeah. try to get a squad. And exactly. We'll play for like 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, all right, whatever. What I like about it is, I even if you're not good at the game, if you're doing a mild objective stuff, or you're you know you're shooting some people, you're living a little longer, you're always moving a meter forward a little yeah. bit, and sure. you always feel like you're doing something. Especially if you um, have the battle pass as well. There, I've seen obviously the backlash against this game because it's tremendously popular, and people are just like, oh, yeah, you just like. I mean, I think that's yeah. I yeah. think that that's probably just a, you know. Part of the part of the thing, like it just happens to everything that gets hugely yeah. popular, is that there's always this backlash. So. Yeah, and I'm one of those people, like these guys that were kind of <laughs> late to the party on this game, but it's a really fun game. Yeah. Like this yeah. is popular for good reason. Oh, people yeah. love this game because it's really fun. I agree. Yeah. But what about games that are new that you can play right now? Like take for instance a demo of a game that's coming out, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Uh, Casey is sick. So Casey, calls Casey, sick. Casey is sick. So you'll notice that I said that, and everybody's eyes got really wide. Like, yeah. like who's he tossing to? Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a demo. There is a demo for Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate out today, and uh, I asked our friend Casey. She was supposed to be on the show and had to stay home sick, and I asked her to write a few bullet points, and then Casey wrote me a novel about the things that I should uh, mention about Monster Hunter Generations. So, uh, you know, in tribute. To uh, Casey, I would like to read some of the stuff that she do wrote. We have, do we have Monster and Hunter Generation music that we can play in the background? I don't know, like but I, I'm going to try to do my best uh, uh, Casey, Casey impression. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Monster Hunter Generation's Ultimate demo is out today. It includes three quests featuring an easy monster, a normal monster, and a very difficult monster, the flagship Elder Dragon Volstrax. Damn right. Its design is based on the fastest animal in the world, a peregrine falcon, which dive bombs, dives bombs its prey at 240 miles per hour. And a jet fighter. No, seriously. I thought going back to the old style of Monster Hunter would be painful, but picking up my old weapon, the Great Sword, felt pretty good. Relearning old systems will probably be worth a crazy amount of content Ultimate has. It has 93 large monsters compared to World's 34. Check out the demo, see if you like it, and definitely check out IGN's Monster Hunter Generations wiki for some helpful tips. Ultimate is just a large expansion of that game, after all, with more than a dozen more monsters, better graphics, and an extra level of difficulty in multiplayer called G-Rank. Remember, you'll be able to transfer generation save data 
So nothing will be lost if you've already played on the 3DS. And that is why <laughs> I encourage Casey to be on the show anytime we talk about You Monster really Hunter. nailed the, like, having glasses, like, nailing the yes. that yeah, part yeah. of Casey. I, really like I don't really know glasses. if anything else really nailed yes. being Casey, but you definitely yeah. were wearing yeah. glasses. Thank then. you. Yeah. And Casey, uh, if you're out there, if you're watching today, I hope you feel better. And yeah. the next time we talk about Monster Hunter, we, we you better you. believe that you'll be on. We get well to. soon because we don't know how to do this without you. I'm going to download the demo, though, for the trip, for sure. Me too. I want to check it out. You know, I played a fair amount of Monster Hunter World, and I, I enjoyed it. It's the same thing for me with every Monster Hunter game. Well, this I, will feel very I, different. Yeah, I understand that, but I, you know, I play I played a lot of um, Monster Hunter Four on, okay. on 3DS. That and will feel very similar. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where like every time I think to myself, this is the one, this is the one that's going to yeah. get me into Monster Hunter, and every time it's not. I think you need so. to ha find a good friend to play the game. Maybe with, a good friend like Casey. You know. Yeah, yeah. There you go, guys. It's time to play a little game. <gasps> what? A little game that I like Scoop? to play. Uh, no, it's, oh. it's a little game that I like to call. Question block, which, oh. as you know, is still not a game. <laughs> uh, okay. Why did you call it a game? So these questions, uh, I, I don't know. I just like to chop it up. Okay. Cool. Right, Brian? I love it. No. Uh, these questions came from the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash NVC forums, uh, starting with our friend Steve Bruton, who asks... Which would you rather come which would you rather come to switch first? A new Rhythm Heaven or a new WarioWare? WarioWare. Ooh, that was quick. Yeah, WarioWare. Yeah. No, Wario. Rhythm Heaven. Rhythm Heaven just got WarioWare. Yeah. I mean, not on Switch. Not on, not switch, on switch, switch though. And it's kind of bullcrap that they announced this like cool collection of like all of like the collection of all of these WarioWare games and all these really cool mini games from the weird spinny one and like the the one on DS that I played hey, Bear, hundreds of hours of. Do you have a three DS? No, I don't. Oh, okay, well then you forgive it. <laughs> if only you worked at a company that had 3DS laying around. No. Literally, I had everywhere. a 2DS that broke, and oh, I I, uh, I wanted to go home and play it, and then I realized that my 2DS screen doesn't turn on. Like the console turns on. But okay, this fair is enough. a very sad story. For it you. is, but um, anyway, like, to what's the point two. of bringing this out if you're not going to bring it? To I really want to see an infomercial Us. of Barrett describing his favorite WarioWare games, it's like featuring Barrett? the spinny one <laughs> and the one I liked on DS one. Hey, everybody, Barrett Courtney here, telling you about all the Wario. Games uh -huh. coming to this WarioWare. The touchy Switch. one with the elf. <laughs> there are millions of 3DS owners. I feel like it's fine that Nintendo throws them some. Yeah, of course. I think it's fine. Of course. And, and like, yeah. first of all, WarioWare on 3DS is incredible. Yeah, I'm having so good. much fun. I picked it up uh, last week and I've been playing it and it's amazing. Yep. That being said, there's nothing like Rhythm Heaven. And I'm with Pear. I'm with you on this one. Like, I love a Rhythm Heaven game. I think they are so weird and so funny. And I, I wish that they Only would Only WarioWare was weird and funny. Or funny, I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. All right. Two biggest what else you got? Moving on. Uh, James Donnellan asks, do you think we'll see a new Direct in September to launch the online service as well as talk about the new games coming before the year ends, e.g. Diablo 3? And if so, what are you hoping will be discussed or shown? Pear, you actually had kind of hit it on, hinted at this earlier. You think there's going to be a, a Direct coming for the online? I think so. I, th I think they want to be able to not just release it, but tell people what's next. Because right. this is not a, like, it launches in one day and everything is clear. Of course, you'll understand what cloud saves are. They want to be able to give you their story of what this is going to be and what right. games you want to, you can look forward to. Yeah. They'll market it. They'll they'll do a direct. Yeah, I think you got to do a, a direct for this. And I think what they what they'll show off for like when you're asking about what games they'll show off for the rest of the year, I think they're going to show off the games that have used the online service in unique ways, like Dark Souls, or if they change it up with Smash in a in an interesting way. Sure. Not to the extent of like the 3DS hooking up to the Wii U version, but something similar to that, right? I, um, I honestly yeah. think that's going to be the quietest part about all of it. I think they're going to go super loud with the virtual console slash NES mm, classic stuff gotcha. here. I think if they come out and they go like, we've got Dr. Mario online and Zelda online and Mar Super Mario 3 online, I think that'll really get people paying attention. Yeah. Sure. I can see both. I can see both uh, mm -hmm. stances being true. But yeah. definitely more mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, the next question comes from Eric DiDonato, and he, <laughs> I like that he phrases his question. He lets us know right off the bat that it's going to be a cool question. Ah, cool. He goes, yo, NVC, cool question for you guys. Uh, he's an Italian. With all this Fortnite and Battle Royale craze. Oh, it's Eric DiDonato. Here's a cool question. <laughs> With all this Fortnite and Battle Royale craze, what Nintendo property do you think would be the most... Fitting to adapt to this genre. Personally, I think a Pokemon Battle Royale Ooh, would be incredible. That'd be really cool. I also think a Pokemon Battle Royale would be incredible, but I think that the clear answer here is Splatoon. Uh, we've talked really? a little bit about a Splatoon Battle Royale mode uh, before on the show, and uh, I'll stick with it. I think Splatoon Battle Royale would be super fun. The game is already geared for that kind of mechanic. I think I think it's a smart move. Paris seems to disagree. No, I think that'd be great. Um, but... Uh 
the Warriors franchise, like the Hyrule Warriors, like those games are all designed around like mass combat. Mm. I wonder if there's something that can be done that's a combination of fighting against uh, uh, against NPCs and mm -hmm. other players. I, I don't know how that would work. What about, I'll, I'll do you one better. What about you take the Breath of the Wild map, you right. airdrop 100 links into oh it my with God. breakable yeah, weapons. Yeah, I was going to say oh, the God. obvious we were gonna do this. We were going to do this for uh, uh, April 1st, uh, an April Fool's Day joke. We were talking about like making a fake video about uh, Zelda Battle Royale mode. Yep. And I, I do think that that is a really good idea. <laughs> it's kind of why it didn't work as a joke because it, it's almost too good. Right? And you yeah. sneak around, you try to find the other people, and the map gets smaller. And you have or, to eat. Or maybe the, yeah. the map starts like super freezing or something. I mean, can you imagine like using all of those powers in the context of a battle royale, like stasising a rock and shooting across the map, try to exactly. get some. Like that, that's pretty amazing. Oh God. Uh, you know what? I formally requested yeah. change my answer no, from right. Splatoon to Zelda. We all I'll agree. do you one better, Donkey Kong. Oh, nope. God. Nope. Royale. We almost nope. made 100 it, Kongs. We almost made it okay. the whole way through the show. Is this, this, this is the Donkey Kong 64 engine? Yeah, That's exactly. Right. Yeah. Course, yeah. Okay. It makes and it they all bad. drop down on the Kong Islands, and uh, it gets smaller and smaller. That's enough Donkey Kong. <laughs> what? Oh, there he is. Why did you invite Barrett? I don't know. Uh, last question. Uh, <laughs> our friend Nathan Evans over in the Facebook group asks, uh, any college football fans? No. no. Nope. I like football, no. but not college I, football. I, I, I like Daniel's question. Uh, Fred yeah. Savage asks, did y'all see The Wizard? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I actually saw it in theaters, Fred. Thank you for being such a big part of that film and my adolescence in general. Have y'all seen Milo and Otis and what did you think? Uh, you guys, thank you so much for joining me today on NBC. Another banger of an episode. Nice yeah. work. And thank you guys so much for joining us. Remember that NBC is but one of the many shows on IGN that you can catch on .com. Uh, NBC specifically, Thursdays, 3 p.m. Pacific, and Fridays, 3 p.m. Pacific on YouTube. So stick around and let us know what you want to see on the next episode. Get the thing.